What is going on, Washington Football Addicts, Washington Football Nation? It is Friday evening, and we would like to welcome you to episode 95. It's myself, Steve, tonight. And we got, oh, Big Dev up there in the top right for you non-visual uh, folks. What's up, Dev? How you living? What? Yeah, and we got Mr. Human Computer Phil in the bottom right there. What's up, Phil? What's going on, people? And today we are joined by a very special guest, Mr. Josh Kirby from Kirby on Sports Podcast. Josh. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hey, thank you all for having me. I appreciate the invite, Steve, Phil, Dev. It's a pleasure to be on. Um, I've caught some of your work. Uh, Y'all do some great stuff, and I'm looking forward to this. All right. Good stuff, man. Well, for those who, who listen to the show, you know, we always like to start out with uh, being that this is episode 95. Um, Phil, episode 95. We're going to dedicate this to someone who wore the jersey 95. I have no idea. Guess. Anyone want to take a guess? Anyone want to take uh, a guess? Dana Stubblefield. I don't, the 95s are like. It's funny because, okay, Deron Payne and Josh Allen both wore 95 their rookie years. But it's not them. I'm drawing blanks, man. I got nothing. Dev, you got 95? I got nothing. No idea. Hainsworth? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I already did him when I did my... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Gilbert, uh, Gilbert, what's his face? Sean Gilbert? Yeah. Y'all keep y'all danced around a few times. I'm, I'm Sean, Is it Wilkinson? Big Daddy Wilkinson. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. Big Daddy four, three, Wilkinson. Four defensive tackle Cincinnati. out of Ohio State. Was considered a bust uh, in the NFL, but he actually had a 13-year career, five of which were with Washington, which is the longest he was with any team, by the way. 23 sacks uh, in his career with us uh, out of 54-and-a-half overall. He did have one interception Return for a touchdown. It was an 88-yard interception return. It was against the Giants week two of 99. I remember it really well. Um, yeah, Big Daddy was um, – it's interesting because everybody that kind of looks at him as somebody who was paid too much. He was a bust because he was a number one overall draft pick. And he never quite reached number one level. But he was a solid starter in the NFL, especially with us. We had him during his prime. Uh, and him and Stubblefield really did a, a pretty good job of harassing the interior of offensive lines, uh, you know, in the late '90s and early 2000s. Uh, you know, he did he did well as a it's just a big body taking up space in Schottenheimer schemes as well. So I know we we look back at a lot of free agents we brought in. Oh, they never pan out. But I really think that in my opinion, Wilkinson does not fall in that category, despite some of the revisionist history. Yeah, It's almost like they were the, uh, you know, Deron Payne and, and John Allen before there was Deron Payne and John, and John yeah, Allen. I mean, they didn't quite yeah. produce the way Payne and Allen do because I don't, they weren't as athletic. They were just yeah. really big, strong guys. Uh, yeah. But yeah, look, that 99 team doesn't come a botch snap away from the NFC championship game without guys like Stubblefield and definitely Big Daddy. Stubblefield was a bit overpaid, but Big Daddy, he, he gave us what we paid for him. Yep, that's right. All right, so we are we are sitting on week, what is this, NFL week 10? Week 10? Week right? 11. 
Week 11? Okay, we had our bye week. That's right. We are on our game 10, week 11. Game 10, week 11. So watch the football team sitting at a glorious, what, three, three and six? Feels like 2012. It does. It sure does. Uh, Facing the Carolina Panthers, who are a a five and five, even 500 coming into this game. So a lot of drama surrounding this, not drama, we'll call it. You know, there's an aura surrounding this game, Ron's former team. You know, we'll talk about all this stuff in a second. But let's just talk about the 2021 Carolina Panthers. Um, Josh, just, you know, off the jump, what, what's your impression of, of this team we're going to face on Sunday? My impression of the Panthers was um, starting the season, I was, I, I was shocked because I saw – because, one, Sam Darnold – Makes a switch to the new a new team from the New York Jets. The Panthers seem to be doing very well. They're three and out team, but the quality of teams that they have beaten was not that good, and they end up going on a losing streak. And uh, I mean, it's been sort of a roller coaster, for lack of a better um, word, for the Panthers, in my opinion. But um, I feel like they had to do something with Sam Darnold's injury, and they go out and sign Cam Newton. And obviously, they beat the Cardinals, but we do have to remember that the Cardinals were without quarterback Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how much you take into that win, but it was P.J. Walker and Cam Newton as the red zone Quarterback, I would not be surprised if we see a mix of both Cam and P.J. Walker, even though Cam will be the starter going into this game, I have heard. But I would not be surprised if there's a mix of P.J. Walker and Cam Newton. But, I mean, looking at this, Cam Newton returning to the Carolina Panthers, facing his former head coach and Ron Rivera. It was one storyline, Steve, that Ron Rivera in the Washington football team travels down to Carolina to face his former team. But then you have Ron's former quarterback. They were in a Super Bowl together against the Broncos in Super Bowl 50, ended up losing. But still, it's it's interesting. It's going to be a lot of interesting storylines leading up to this game. Um, I mean, with Cam Newton, I wouldn't be surprised if, like he sort of rejuvenates the Panthers and sort of gives the team motivation to do better. But I mean, I mean, Cam Newton hasn't been playing for a little while since New England. So I would not be surprised if there is a slight learning gap. I'm not saying it's going to be huge because Cam was a former Panther, if you know what I mean. But still, I mean, it's going to be an interesting football contest, to say the least. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Andy, Andy Burrows, um, you know, our, our former DC Tweet Team 1932, DC Tweet Team podcast. Andy, we love you. 2 a.m. from across the pond. Wow, brother! Thank you. I for literally joining. just spoke to him. I love him. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Hey, he does. He does say, uh, "Hey, Dev, why you look like you're waiting to get interrogated?" You bloody wanker, Dev. What do you think about the Panthers, man? Oh man, just uh, just in a nutshell. I'm telling y'all ahead of time, man. If Cam Newton kills us, man, 
I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be unconsolable, man. I'm gonna be so mad. Like we could lose and I'll be mad, but like if McCaffrey goes ape shit, you know, I won't get too mad at that. But if Cam Newton is the reason we lose, I'm gonna be <laughs> angry, angry, man. That's fair. Uh, but I think we win. And just to to remind everyone, so Dev was has been a Cam Newton proponent all the way since last year. Yeah, I, ever yeah since since Cam went to the Patriots, Dev has been a Cam proponent. Not because Cam is is great, just because he thinks you know Cam fits the system, works with Ron. I'm certifiably insane though. I also said Cam Newton. Uh, I mean, Cam Sims the safety, but you, you never did know. it. You did. We were trying <laughs> to let you down. All right, at least Phil, you finally admit it, Phil. Uh, what do you think about the the Panthers, Phil? What do I think of the Panthers? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what to think of the Panthers because they don't give me the same answers week in, week out. How am I yeah. supposed to what am I supposed to think about a team that looks like they could be a playoff contender, a strong playoff contender one week, and they look like the New York Jets the next? Yeah. I mean, it's that's what I think of them. They are consistently inconsistent. Oh, dude, this I was just team, about to say that. <laughs> this is a team that is sixth in points allowed this season, believe it or not. But a lot of that comes from the fact that when they blow out teams, they're holding them to three points, six points, seven points. But then in half their games, they're getting stomped and blown out, as Steve is about to illustrate for everyone who is watching on YouTube or on Facebook. Um it's hard to get a read on this team because they can be so good one week and so bad the next, and they can be good for two weeks. They can be bad for two weeks. Um, so you can't even say it's, Oh, well, if you follow the pattern, we should, they should win this week. Well, yeah. no, because you know, they went three wins then four losses then a win then a loss then a win. Yeah. And they look good in the win, but they were also using Cam Newton and kind of this gimmicky Taysom Hill kind of role. And you don't know if they're going to do that again or if he's going to start this week. And you don't know how much mastery he has of this offense. Remember, this is yeah. uh, this is Matt Rule. This is not, you know, anything Cam's worked with before. So I don't know yeah. how well this offense is going to be tailored to Cam. And we saw Cam throw, what, four or five passes? He didn't throw many yeah. passes last game. Not, he didn't get to really get a read on, is he physically healthy or is he still laboring to throw the ball? Right. And I think outside of the defensive stats, uh, defensive stats matter. But for off, as far as offensive stats go, uh, when, we, when, we, when we look at the top, I think you got to throw that out the window because of Cam's starting quarterback. Remember, these numbers we, uh, we compiled right here, the ranking of the offense, 21st allow, or 21st in, in points for, 26 in yards. Those are Sam Darnold slash P.J. Walker numbers. So I wouldn't put any stake in the offensive and a lot of that was that without Christian McCaffrey as well. So I wouldn't put a lot of stake into the offensive numbers. The defense's numbers is what I think we should be focusing on. And if you look at it, the defense, sixth in points for, second in yards allowed. That's pretty stout, if you ask me. They've done pretty pretty darn well. First uh, pass defense, from, from right? a defensive. In uh, and, and attempts and yards, yes. So if we were smart, we would be probably trying to run the ball. Uh, but that's that's their number. So the, I think the defense is, is what we need to look for. Look at the, but the, the, yeah, that's the, playing without your boy at corner. Uh, which one? Got to trade for New England's uh, star. I'm having a brain fart here. Okay, Injury wise, 
No, they talk the about guy uh, they got, the guy trade. You know, New England released a corner. Oh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. He hasn't even played yeah. yet. He's supposed to play against us. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's just run yeah. right into the to the to the next segment, um, Josh. So, of all the people on 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 New, on Carolina, who should who should the Washington football team really be you know game planning for? Looking at you know actually paying some attention to maybe consider some double team if it's on off if it's on defense or or really just spying Cam Newton. Like what 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 should this team and who should this team be looking for? Both sides um, of the ball. If Christian McCaffrey is playing, I'm not really sure what his status in this is. I know he's been injured, but I would game plan for Christian McCaffrey when he's healthy. He can do great things running the football for this Carolina Panthers football team. So I would definitely tailor the defense to um, limit the amount of carries that um, he may or may not have in this football game. I would definitely take a look at Cam Newton and P.J. Walker film because who knows what uh, they're going to see on Sunday. But I, I think you got to look um, McCaffrey, P.J. Walker, and Cam Newton. You yeah. gotta claim this defense has gotta play just as well as they did against Tampa Bay. Uh, because they did a pretty good job and we can't have they can't have another week of playing not that well defense like we have been seeing in the past couple of weeks. True story. True story. Dev, who should this team be looking for? Cam, Cam. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, Cam, I, 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 I think Cam. it's gonna be Cam, man. Uh, sad to say, I yeah. become your rivals, nah. <laughs> but uh, definitely, I like. Uh, I think Cam is gonna be the guy you have to keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, obviously McCaffrey, uh, as, as Josh said, but yep, uh, going Cam. True story. What about you, Phil? I'm looking up to see who is the number two receiver for the uh, Carolina oh. Panthers. Robbie Anderson. That's what you're going to have to worry about. Why? Yeah. Because it's always the number two guy who burns us. Yeah, that's true. Number two guy <laughs> always does. Well, right now, and, it's you know, well, go yeah. figure. I've had him sitting on my fantasy bench all year long. Former and, former uh, New York Jet, played with Sam Darnold in New York, came down to Carolina, played with Sam Darnold down here. Now that he's down here, didn't work out. Sam Darnold is their leading touchdown scorer, by the way. You see that with five, five touchdowns? It's kind of funny now that he's out. But, yeah, DJ Moore, University of Maryland. Go Terps. Uh, he's a turtle. He's suffered from – Lack of quarterback play uh, between Sam Darnold and PJ Walker, so we'll see how how Cam Newton does in distributing distributing the ball. Yeah, me personally, I mean Christian McCaffrey, you always got to watch out for Christian McCaffrey. I, I, it just doesn't matter. Even a ninety percent Christian McCaffrey is is a bad is a bad man. Uh, Marcus uh, Edelin, our, our our friend, uh, thanks for joining us. The main key is always Christian McCaffrey. That's right. He's the X factor, and they they are hurting without him. Um, going down to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, let's take a look real quick. So interceptions, they're, they're not they're about the same boat as us. A couple twos spread across across the uh across the formation. Three guys with two, two guys with one. Let's look at uh some sack numbers. Yeah, Hassan Reddick, outside linebacker. I don't know if I don't know if he plays uh Mike or Sam, so it'll be hard to say. Uh but 
looks like they have some pretty pretty good sack numbers when you when you look at the uh, the totals there. Uh, tackles look pretty decent. Shaq Thompson always a good always a good. Uh, he's always very high praises, but I wanted I, Shaq Thompson when he came out of college. I, I think a lot of people did. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and stop sharing sharing the screen here, but uh, yeah, Shaq Thompson, good 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 guy. I, I don't know if. If our uh, our strategy we took against the Tampa Bay Bucks will work, I think it should work. If you run the ball, control the clock, there's no need to pass. You know, Taylor doesn't need 40 attempts. Keep Taylor 30 around 30 between Gibson and Patterson. Let them milk the clock. Keep it moving. We're going to be in enemy territory, just like the title of this enemy intel. You know, you, you got to keep that time of possession. It, it, to a to a to a minimum to the other team, right? How many times have we burned with time of possession? It's been rough. Truly has. We've had um, two games where we've really dominated time of possession. The uh, the Tampa Bay game, which we won, and the Saints game, which we should have won. Um, I even think we won time of possession against the Packers, which we should have won. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we. I haven't looked, but I wouldn't be surprised if we won it against the Broncos, which we should have yeah. won. This is a this is kind of a prevailing theme. You win, or you're in a possession position to win when you have the ball more than the other guy. Very true. It, true story. It, and I know people love to say, "Oh, the game has changed." Certain fundamentals always remain the same. You're always in a better position to win when you're wearing down the opposing defense by keeping them on the field. That is correct. Uh, so, Josh, let's talk about some injuries, man. Uh, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna show the here the injury report here real quick. But what's what's your take on our injury status, our health status uh, of this football team, man? Well, obviously, first and foremost, I was at the Washington Tampa Bay game live, and mm-hmm. seeing Chase Young go down, it was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was absolutely brutal seeing a guy like Chase Young who is a big voice in the Washington football team locker room. It was just very sad to see his heart, his courage going back out onto the field afterwards. That's a true testament to how much of a leader Chase Young is for this Washington football team. Yeah. Um, Looking at that injury report, Kendall Fuller, I mean, obviously – we need Kendall Fuller. He's uh, I I really like Kendall Fuller at the cornerback position. Tight end, ge- um, gentlemen. I think tight end is a position that is wearing very very thin for the Washington Football Team. I mean Logan Thomas first and foremost. He's still not playing, and Logan Thomas was a valuable asset for this Washington football team last year and this year before he got hurt. Ricky Seals-Jones filled in pretty nicely for him, but it it looks like he's out. Um, So that's going to be interesting to see. I'm I'm interested to see if Samus Reyes will get get any time at wide, um, excuse me, tight end. Um, But that position is wearing very thin. Other than that, just make sure, I mean, Brandon Sheriff, he's been on and off, injured, going back in. we got to keep that O-line healthy. Curtis Samuel, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for the season. I just don't think he's healthy. I don't Practice think today. Right he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. They made a big deal about it. He's questionable when he practiced, but 
at this point, I still don't. I I I wouldn't put any money towards that because I still don't think he'd be uh, ready to go. But if he did end up playing, I mean, it might be like last time a groin injury is a tough injury to overcome. What what are the odds he might pull it again or something? At some point, you gotta you know risk to take a risk. You know you got yeah, you got to play yeah, those yeah. odds. To an extent, yes, but I mean, it, this Curtis Samuel inj- injury—it's just a lingering injury. In looking at, um, br- at Washington bringing him in, I believe he was already hurt. They were hoping that he would get healthy, but it, it, I don't see him getting healthy anytime soon. I mean, that could right. change. I mean. I could be wrong and he could be a hundred percent, but I mean, the, the way I see it, I, I'm not sure. I don't have a time. I couldn't set a timetable or on when he would come back. Yeah, that's good. I mean, not good. That's just, yeah. Good yeah. It, it, yeah <laughs> it, that's what I'm going to say. It, and it's, it's rough because it, we've been seeing a lot of people in our, in our Facebook group talk about, Oh, he's stealing money. He's stealing money. And then let's be clear. Injuries happen. I would never accuse someone of stealing from this team, especially if you're injured. Now, if you go out there perform, if you go out there and get paid a lot and you just are terrible, like Landon was until they, you know, manipulated his position and his, in his status where he plays in the box. Yeah. You could argue he was stealing money, but a guy gets hurt. It's not his fault. So yeah, a lot of these injuries are, are, they're kind of been on par with where we are. It's good to see St. Juiced out there, uh, finally out, out of the concussion protocol. Uh, Sam Cosme, full full practice. That's going to be a big one. Love it. Love it. You know, Love it. Love it. So, Dev, what do you think about these injuries, man? How are we looking? Um, suicide is painless. <laughs> like, mash. like the mash thing, man. Like we didn't know the words of that, see. But uh, definitely uh, it's a mash unit, bro. Man, I'm trying to see which one's the most important one. I mean, if they're actually injured, I'm not, I'm not going to say. Honestly, it's probably uh, Kendall Fuller. Uh, like Josh said, what we're going to do if Kendall's out and St. Juice is out. Oh, yeah. You need to look at and, my tight end there. Yeah. it's, it's Danny Johnson time. Now they would have to put Cam Sims at safety, and then I'm gonna end up yeah. being right after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least yeah. you'll be right about that one since you weren't right, right about Cam going to DC. He'll be a free agent yeah. next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all never let that. I'll never let that live, live that down. If he balls up against us and he's a free agent next year, oh man. Yeah, Marcus Edlin said it's gonna be John Bates and Samus Reyes. Yep, I think we're gonna see a lot more John Bates. And if our man, uh, I think I think we're gonna see a lot more four wide receivers. Jones and I are gonna be over here just creaming ourselves because we love John. We're gonna see we're gonna see four wide receiver sets. Heck, I have a picture with Samus Reyes at the game this past Sunday. Nice, nice. Like a next to him, he's big, isn't he? Very big. I was like, hey Samus, can we get a picture? He's like, let's do it, bro. So it's so cool. Yeah. I just, I just love the idea of this giant Chilean dude being like, let's do it, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a, I'm awesome. a big Samus Reyes fan. Uh, you know, I think we'll go with four wide receivers, though. You think so? I, or or you're going to see Gibson and uh, with the kids what, are going to backfield a lot together. 
We're gonna run. We're gonna run. Uh, Dax Milne, Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Diami. Uh, oh, Carter, right. Yami's McKiss- back. Yami's Yami, back. That, McKissick, that helps you know. a lot. I like I like DeAndre Carter as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Carter, I feel like yeah. he's really it's developed. I, yeah, think, he- I think you can see that. I think you could also see McKissick and uh, your boy Gibson back there in the backfield together. Same time a lot. <clears throat> We've seen it rarely uh, from time to time, McKissick and Gibson. As far as the Panthers injuries go. See, I, I want to see the Patterson-Gibson backfield, damn it. <laughs> Man, you could put him in a pro set, eye formation. Whew. You know how everything old becomes new again. You it's know, like, like like you know, champion hoodies have become or were old and become new again. You, you gotta imagine that some offensive coordinator out there's gotta find a way. Scott, you're listening. Um they gotta find a way to to take to take variations of some of these old sets and make them new again, like a two back set. And the wish bring back the wishbone. <laughs> Army never let it leave. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, Army's still running the wishbone. Georgia Tech's but, running the triple option for like year fifty now. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like you can find ways to take something. Like you can do a lot with a two back offense, and you don't have to have it halfback fullback you can do a yeah. dual halfback offense yep. especially in this day and age where all the where all your running backs now have are, are pass catchers for the most part why not you can you can keep one in the block send one out on a route you yep. can send both out you can keep both in there's so many different ways you can do this you can do handoff right handoff left counter you can, i don't maybe i gotta start drawing a playbook because it's it feels like you, we have some talent back there, and no one's finding ways to get this talent on the field at the same time. Yeah, maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm just I'm, I'm out here just speculating. But I don't know. You brought that up the the, the two back uh, backfield. I thought you know you really don't see that anymore. Yeah, I, I I would love to see a, a healthy Logan and a healthy Ricky Seals. That that might be some something worth. Oh, you want to see a two tight? I know. I just want to see two tight end set. Steve, Steve is a mark for the two tight. <laughs> I always offense. wanted to see it with the healthy Jordan Reed and um, um, Vernon, Vernon, Davis. Vernon Davis. Man, Gruden never wanted to do it. But all right, so at this point, we're going to transition into something a little new. It's going to be called Phil's Mystery Segment. We have no idea what this is. We don't know what to expect. We're gonna react. I should probably put Phil, you know, by himself out here in, in a in a on, <laughs> on I, island. Well, no, because I need I need everybody here for this. Okay, so all the right. Floor so is normally, yours, normally, 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 on this show, sure, this is the guy who brought us the infamous, you know, nugget porn. I didn't do that. <laughs> hey, Justin Sawyer, thanks for joining us. Says Phil for offensive coordinator, Jamie Lee Patterson. I'm, thank you. Bates and Dax. Trust me, I will come Bates up with some Dax. interesting run concepts. But um, anyway, so normally the, the format is Steve lays out the questions and we you know, provide the answers and opinion. I wanted to turn around a little bit. In my travels through the uh, various forums and outlets for fans to give their opinions, I've noticed there's some prevailing theories, opinions, thought processes that have some backing to them. And I want to put them out there and get some quick reaction to it from you guys. All right. The first one is, 
after the Tampa Bay game, Taylor Heineke has proven to us that he is our franchise's future quarterback. No. Thoughts? No. What? No. Am I in a twilight zone? No. No. No, but Phil's right. You go on Twitter. You go on any Facebook form. You're seeing people saying, see, I told you. See, I told you. Dude, I think the book is open. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm not, Nobody, I'm not denying it could be. I'm not can saying anyone tell me, have they heard? Because I know, like, Steve's seen it. Every time I, I bring up talent and skill deficiencies that I think holds him back from being anything other than a guy who may be able to help us sneak into the playoffs. And I do think Taylor's good enough to do that in this particular offense. I said, but I'll point out, it's not like Kurt Warner, who went to a small school, didn't get drafted, and then went to the Arena League. Taylor Heineke's been on four other teams and didn't make it. Kurt Warner balled out in the Arena League. Taylor Heineke went to the XFL and sat the bench. Yep. And I bring up the fact he doesn't have a particularly strong arm. When I say strong arm, I'm not talking about whether or not he can throw the ball 70 yards in the air. Wait a minute. Didn't Kurt Warner sit the bench behind Jay Gruden in the Arena League? No. He started know. in the Arena League. Jay Gruden played on a different team and got his ass whooped by, by Kurt Warner because Kurt Warner is a Hall of Fame Arena League player. And Jay man. Gruden is a bum. But anyway. Jay Gruden, the Louisville legend. But I have – yeah, and he, he's also a legend at one Loudon. So – Back to my point. No one, no one ever gives me physical talent reasons why Taylor is any good. All they talk about is his heart and his guts and his intensity. And I'm like, your guts and your heart don't throw the ball. Your arm does. Yeah, I would say his mobility is a huge plus. Mobility is great. His his football IQ is great, but I think his lack of arm strength and that that long delivery hold him back. I also question some of his football IQ because he yeah. doesn't know when to process, get rid of the ball sometimes. And he doesn't know when to dive instead of crumpling at the goal. Yeah, line. that that's a good point. Good point. <laughs> you got me there. So I, and I bring these up and it's not like it, it's, it's weird. Cause it's this du- duality. Either you love somebody or you hate them. And it's funny because uh, I'm going to get to another one that's the opposite, but it's funny because it's like, you're just a hater. Let me tell you something now. Calling someone a hater who gives you a fact-based analysis on skills and other tangible items, when you call them a hater, that is a cry of the defenseless argument. Yeah. Now. What up, Fred? Thanks Fred for already us. with the brash Cam- predictions. Fred says Cam with a career-high Saturday. Maybe a Eddie. season high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Eddie Pickering, thanks for joining us, bro, from the Eddie and Mike podcast. Uh, he agrees with you, Phil. Holds the he ball too hold long. The ball too long. He, I wish the NFL were ran by Vince McMahon because then what could happen is Cam run out there and they rip off his shirt. It's a Washington shirt. And he just runs to the other <laughs> side. You know, kind of like when NWO came, when you know, Hulk Hogan ripped off the, the Hulk Hogan had the NWO underneath it. They see, yeah. That's what I need to happen. I know All you right. want that just because you want Cam on this team. I get it. That moment uh, was brought to you by here's, here's my Warrior. next one. Here's my next one. Chase Young is a complete bust. He's never done anything for this team, and this team's defense is obviously better without him because look how well they played after 
he left the game on Sunday. Absolutely Marcus. wrong. Oh, yeah. The yeah, fact that he has one and a half sacks is all you need from for these people. Now, I point out the fact that out of all edge position players in the league, Chase Young is number two, according to PFF, against the run. We had the sixth best run defense in the league, and I point this out. A big part of that is because Chase Young's ability to set the edge does not expose our linebackers on the outside. It's a big part of that. He creates enough chaos that you know guards have to slide out there. You know how many times I saw Chase Young start a bull rush to the outside? Just on Sunday, he would start a bull rush to the outside. He would make a move back to the inside, and bam, gets picked off by a guard. After already t- after trying to get by a tackle, I'm telling you, he's getting double teamed a lot. This is why Jonathan Allen has you know all the sacks and the pressures, and he's playing at an extremely high level. Part of that is because he's not the number one guy on that defensive line that's being game planned for. It's Chase. He needs to be able to maintain that level of play without Chase, but. Has any is, have you heard this 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 weird thing that's like oh it's another bust of a draft pick, you know Ron should be fired for drafting him instead of Justin Herbert or Tua or whoever. And I'm like, yeah, I've I've heard it, I've seen it. It's it's so stupid, and I I just I wish he didn't get injured because the dude was finally coming around this year. And it's no, it's it, yeah, of course hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes, of course we could have got Justin Herbert, but. In no way, shape, or form, I don't see how anyone has any ammo to say that that Chase Young is bust. Absolutely not, because the intangible is just off the chart for this year. Pressures, double teams. I think he led the league in double teams. Like it's crazy. So yeah, no, absolutely not crazy. They keep those kind of stats, people. If you yeah, want tangible they numbers, they're out there. Yes, next gen Num- number three. Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh, Curtis Samuels are another example of how Dan Snyder is an incompetent owner because he overpaid for all these players. And once again, they're just stealing money from us. We touched on this earlier. No. We think, Josh. You know, does anyone notice? Anyone in the chat notice, or anyone out there in Facebook land, and I know that a lot of these opinions are from a certain group that this is being streamed in right now. Nobody who has an opinion that I respect, or actually has an opinion based on any kind of fact, is agreeing with these sentiments. There's three other men in this room right now who... All look at me like I'm an idiot for even asking the question or bringing it up. Yeah. No, no. My my thought process for this was it actually Dan Snyder's decision to bring in Fitzpatrick or somebody else's. I know it's probably coming out of Snyder's checkbook. There's Ron did it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the way I look at it, I think, man. That's tough. They needed somebody. They didn't go through the draft, so they wanted Fitzpatrick. No, I think they wanted Cam, but I think that uh, Belichick uh, grabbed him before he hit free agency. 
So then that thing fits. They already showed their hand. They wanted Matthew Stafford. Well, they didn't get that. I mean, I'm talking about after that. Obviously, that trade fell through. Yeah. When we, when we yeah. really should have offered another pick. I don't yeah. – I just – I never heard any smoke about us going after Cam. Yeah. Other than people I, just speculating. Well, he, Nobody, he wasn't a free agent. He never hit free agency. They signed him right before the deadline. Yeah, we knew who we were targeting at free agency before free agency. Yeah, I just don't with, think Cam was ever part of the plan. I'm with Josh. Like I, none of those things that you talk about, Fitzpatrick. That, that's that was all Ron, and they settled for you know, like you, like you guys said, they wanted Stafford. They settled for for Fitzpatrick. They didn't know what Heineke was after what two starts. So I mean, what was Fitzpatrick one year? Eight million, something like that. Yeah, yeah. with uh, with an elevator to ten. That's, well, I that's mean, quarterback money. <laughs> he made eight I mean, million. He made eight million dollars for playing three snaps football. Hey, that's how it works. I mean, that's that's in my opinion pretty low, a low salary for somebody like Fitzpatrick, because you hear about these other quarterbacks like Mahomes making three hundred twenty-five oh million. What's Trubisky getting from the Bills? I think he's in ten or twelve. I'll look I it mean, up. for Fitzpatrick, I mean eight million. That's that's really not that much. Who's the best backup quarterback in the league right now? Trubisky. Best as in best as in what talent backup, or backup quarterback? Taylor right Heineke. Um. No, I mean no actual backup. <laughs> yeah, starter Taylor, Taylor, he- Taylor, he- Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Taylor until he starts. So what about not. Trevor Simeon? He beat uh, they beat Tampa Bay. Taylor Heineke beat Tampa Bay. Taylor Heineke beat Tampa Bay. Mitch Trubisky yeah. got a one year, two point five million dollar deal with. So, oh, never mind him. Mitch Trubisky is getting paid twice as much as Taylor Heineke. Right. Yeah. Best backup quarterback in the NFL right now. It's got to be him, right? Mitch. It's got to be no name uh, one better. It's not Midge. Okay. Name, name, name him. Name the have. best backup quarterback right now. Well, if you're you looking it. at it, Fitzpatrick started the season. So Heineke. No, nah, man, I'm not counting him. He started. I'm talking about right now. If you had to got a backup quarterback right now. I got to look at all Trevor the rosters, Simeon. but I'm yeah. Over Trubisky, you would. Yeah. Uh, man, Trubisky, Trubisky with the, whether you like it or not, Trubisky with the two playoff uh, seasons with Gase as the coach. He did. He's. I mean, he and, and, and like a, and a stellar not, defense. He had the worst coach in the NFL. I right. like and we had we and we had one of the worst, objectively worst quarterbacks in the NFL last year, and we made the playoffs. Why? Yeah. Same reason. Yeah, a lot defense. of it's Ron's fault. Marcus said it's not all Dan Snyder. It's some of Ron Rivera fault. Like Ron, Ron gave Trent away yeah. for a fifth round pick, who's never going to play in the league. Eddie, no. Eddie, Eddie says Taylor than Colt McCoy. I was thinking Colt McCoy too. He's been steadfast. Like, man, you rather have Colt McCoy than Trubisky? No, I would rather have Trubisky because right. I, Trubisky is very, very mobile. Rather, honestly, I would rather have Taylor Heineke than one of them as a backup. I mean, I am not a Mitch Trubisky fan. I'm not. I'm not either. But that's. I don't think he makes smart decisions. I think he's literally like. If he's better, if he's better than Heineke, reading a Madden should be equal that of a, of a you know old old uh, big red Ethan Albright on in Madden. If y'all remember that old meme, if Trubisky, you're you're, you're too you're too young for that one. If Trubisky uh, is better than Heineke's on one the, the original, one of the original funny things on the internet, Ethan Albright's fake letter to Madden, where he talks about how why, why is he the lowest rated player in the league and has an yeah. awareness rating of like nine. Well, listen, though, listen. Like you, said, look if, at Trev, 
you look at Trevor Simeon's stats against the Titans. It was a 23 to 21 loss, but he threw 19 for 34, almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. I think that's Trevor Simeon. Good. I think Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon is a very capable backup. He's in that. He is in that conversation. I I actually like him better than a lot of people. Um, I think people have a bad taste in their mouth because how he played. Personally, right now, I like Simeon. Trubisky's last year with the Giants was good. He should have honestly got a shot this year. I would. You could say you could. Well, but first, so so over Josh Allen. No, no, I'm talking about over uh, Fields. He should have got the start. They didn't start Fields to begin with. Fields got his job because the starter got hurt. No, they got because Andy Dalton doesn't. Right. They should have. They should have let Mitch have this year, honestly, and kept Fields there for next year. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch should have got the start this year. Jimmy asked. Rather, about, I mean, if, if if the if the Pittsburgh Steelers had Mitch right now, they'd be happy. Right. <laughs> I, I think he just needs some time. Well, man. well, let me ask you this: What if Washington had Mitch Trubisky? No, that's what I was trying to say. I would be pissed if we got Mitch and Heineke. What's the point in that? Like, let's that's, that's just be real it's honest about person. it. How many more wins do you see us getting with Mitch versus Heineke yeah. this year? Yeah. If he's better than Heineke, he's marginally better. He yeah. probably has a better arm. But basically, that might be it. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy asked how much is uh, Derek Carr making. He got a five-year, $125 million contract yeah. back in 17. Yeah, but he's, he's going to get paid, paid, though. 19.5 this year. Next year, he's at 19.7. In 2023, he's an undrafted free agent. So. Yeah, he's going to get $37 million. You hear those man. numbers? They're paying out for Derek Carr. You realize that in 20, after 2015, we could have had Kirk Cousins for the same numbers. Yeah, but do you no. realize that that's a bargain? $19 million for starting quarterback is Yeah, nothing. he's going to get $35, 40 I, I understand that, but that's kind of my point, and it goes back to – if y'all want to get mad at somebody, minutes. fight the real enemy. It was yeah. always Bruce Allen. Eddie but, says uh, consistency is an issue with Trevor for me. Yeah, he had some problems. Like I said, he needed some talent. He did some growth. Hey, Ref the District, thanks for joining us. Hey, Keep Ref the it, District. I got, yes. I got one more Trev. for you. I got yes. one more for you. Ron Rivera should be fired right now. Absolutely not. Absolutely no, no not. No way. No way. No. No, Ron Rivera because, has too because much he doesn't yell and scream. Do that again if the cam beats our ass in, in the dirt, and then I might. <laughs> no, no, Ron Rivera has changed this team. Uh, he he has done stuff that Jay Gruden would be too incompetent to know how to do. Yeah, check with the playoffs summer. twice. He should have went three times. I mean, I, say what you want to say. Jay Gruden's <laughs> only been to the playoffs once with Washington. All right, I thought he got there twice. But yeah. Either way. No, but um, Ron Rivera, quit, I think – Put Jay's record what? against Ron's right now. Sorry? Put Jay's record against Ron's at this point. He's well, having no, to fix no, 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 Jay's no, that, screw that's not, that's not what I'm bringing up here. That's not what I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up the fact that Ron Rivera has invested his time helping the front office make – decisions right. about like draft picks stuff like that he's i think he's kind of like part of the front office but i think his attitude his mentality towards this team he holds the washington football team to a higher standard but i mean it yeah. doesn't seem like that if you know what i mean i mean the gameplay hasn't shown it but it's going to be a multi-step process for ron rivera and I, I think he's a pretty good head coach um, in comparison to Jay Gruden, in my opinion. And, um, I mean, I think 
Ron Rivera, he's still doing a great job, despite what is going on. It seems like there's always a black rain cloud over top of Ashburn. And uh, Ron Rivera has been handling it really well, guiding this football team, trying to make the right decisions. And I I, I still feel like he can turn this team around. It's not going to happen like that. I'm telling you what's going to happen, though. Ron Rivera got this year. They're going to give him a pass last year. Regardless, yeah. but he's gonna he's got this year and next year. If yeah. next year they don't make the playoffs, he's done, bro. This is the uh, NFC uh, East, man. And it's not gonna be because Ron's a bad coach, because Ron's a good coach. Let me let but me there's also not one coach also, in the NFC let, East let, that lasts two years without going to playoffs. It don't let happen. Let also bro. point this out two two things because Eddie Pickering said something really poignant. He says, "And replaced by who?" Right. Do you know who the most frequent name I see brought up on that one is? For a replacement coach for this team, yes. Marvin I Lewis. Why I know why Marvin Lewis. No, Marvin Lewis. Everybody wants Brian Mitchell. Oh, Marvin Lewis because he's a former player and he Chris Cooley. And Chris people, Cooley. people like people Brian think Mitchell. that you have that, that like leadership is being the loudest no. voice no. volume wise. Sometimes. An empty vessel makes a lot of noise. I can yell into a glass bottle and get really loud. All right. Man. Brian hey, Mitchell if you heard, if you heard somebody like Brian Mitchell has coached Washington. nowhere. All right. There's a reason why. Obviously, he doesn't have it in him personally to be a coach. And maybe he no one sees coaching material. He's an analyst, he's a personality. But that doesn't necessarily make you a leader of men as the, trying to be the mature one in the room. He was a leader of men on that special teams unit. He was amongst the boys, amongst yeah. other players. There is something to be said for the guy who can be calm and who can be the calm eye in the center of a storm. Ron Rivera is kind of that guy. Like he he's he's stoic. Some people don't respond to stoicism, but I think when you've got these you know young kids, wait 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 wait, wait 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 wait. Let me hold on. Is that a, on. Is that a word? Stoic. Stoicism, yes. God dang, Kentucky, Kentucky education system, man. Well, I am working towards a master's degree. But anyway, <laughs> mental flex right there. But, um, and I just uh, got nominated to a, a national, um, you know, honors society thing. But anyway. Well, congrats. Yeah, anyone yeah, wants yeah. To, to be with them little kids, don't let them lie to you, man. No kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm competing with grown adults with my 4.0. Thank you. Hey, if you ain't ever but, seen the the Negus uh, spelling bee thing on YouTube, <laughs> classic. Negus, that that's the funniest. It is funny, but anyway, back back to what I was saying is that you understand with with a lot of these uh, these Gen Z, you know, and 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 young millennial kids that are on that are really the the core of the players in this league now. They're all under 30. And a lot of people who are making this call are people who are like, you know, Dev's age, my age, Steve's age. They're not, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sophisticated side. Yeah, see, see Eddie, I, 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 I'm, I'm multidimensional. But um, the point yeah. is, is that, you know, these, these are kids who grew up in a, a much different world where you didn't get, don't get yelled at, didn't get your ass whooped like we did growing up as kids. 
They're different. Yeah. They need to be talked to different. And they ain't have two. They ain't have fifty six k win modems. Tell them, dog. Fifty six k. No, I didn't even have a modem until I was in high school. <laughs> okay. Point so is, point is, Ron Rivera is an adult voice for people who need an adult voice in the room. Yes, and I, I, I think that that in the long run has a lot more of a benefit towards this team, and I think that that's something that the team will rally around. Again, you know, yeah. maybe not necessarily this season, but I think that we have something kind of, kind of forming this, this nucleus of a strong yeah. franchise right there. And we haven't had that adult voice in the room in a while, probably not since Joe Gibbs 2.0. So I'm with you on yeah. that. No, I, mean, I thought Shanahan was going to be that guy, and it didn't quite mm-hmm. happen that way. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, real quick as we start winding down, let's let's talk uh, keys to a to a victory and then some score predictions. So, Josh. Keys to a victory, man. What you got? Defense needs to play as well or better as they did in Tampa Bay. I feel like they're it's going to help. They're going to rally around Chase Young. And hopefully the defense will continue to improve. Taylor Heineke, absolutely no mistakes. He can't be, he can't be making those silly throws that turn into interceptions. Taylor Heineke's got to be smart, got to control the football, read the field and make the right decision. And uh, I mean, uh, I hope Scott Turner's game plan is the same with Heineke this week as it was last week, because I feel like Turner tended to um, like have Heineke more as a pocket passer and not have him roll out. I like his mobility. I think he should continue to roll out if, Danger approaches, and uh, I mean, you just gotta limit the mistakes. You can't have an interception or two and expect to beat this Carolina Panthers football team. And um, other than that, um, I think that's it. Yeah, good, all good points. Eddie says they're going to do a lot of read option and quarterback sweeps with Cam. I think they are. It's easy, easy, easy defense to run. Cam knows it. It it, it scares me because the last mo- we'll call mobile quarterback, we did see Patrick Mahomes. He didn't run on us too much, but Aaron Rodgers. Da- I would call him, uh, Daniel Jones. Look what Daniel Jones did to us, and he's not even a truly mobile quarterback. So we don't. Y'all know we don't do well with mobile quarterbacks. We don't. Jamin Davis, spy his ass. That's ahead, what I was going to say. Go ahead. Jamin Davis, Jamin Davis week uh, 11 is definitely a different and a better player and a smarter player than he was in week two. Let's keep that in mind. Rookies develop fast, you know. So defense, you have to turn Carolina one-dimensional just like you did Tampa Bay. It helps when you force turnovers. It helps when you force three and outs. And it helps when you are able to bottle up one half of their game. And it's going to have to be the run game. You know, you have to make Cam beat you with his arm. You have to make Christian McCaffrey beat you in the passing game. You know, you have to make DJ Moore beat you. You know, you don't want them doing handoffs and read options and and all that and getting away with anything. And I think that Jamin Davis is athletic enough to keep up with 2021 Cam. 2121 Cam is not 2015 Cam. All right. We know this. He hasn't been the same since that List Frank injury. 
Um, even last week, I mean, he didn't look like old Cam. He looked like better than 2020 Cam on his legs, but that's also a very limited sample size and it's very situational. Yeah. Now we are right. assuming that Cam's going to start too, and I'm going to go with that assumption because I, I thought they new. said he was. Did they say he was? put out a report saying he was. Okay, yeah, well then there you go. Yeah. But um, I, I'm not I, sure. I thought they were means... playing the same game that we played with the Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke before the playoffs last year, where it's like, will we, won't we? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure if that means PJ Walker won't get in. I right. wouldn't be surprised if they switch in and out the two throughout the game or do sort of like a red zone QB situation, something like that. Walker's yeah. got that skill set to do that. So that, that is possible. Yeah, yeah. you got to um, look it's... out for that element of surprise there. See, yeah. and here's the other thing, and I harped on this after the last game. You don't necessarily have a ton of rushing yards to have an effective rushing game. We had an effective rushing game last week, yeah. and Gibson yeah. getting 24 carries. He only had 64 yards. Remember, two of those, 10 of those yards were lost back to 64 because of two horrible, horrible uh, uh, run plays that ended up with like minus five each. But nonetheless, you need to give Gibson – in the ballpark of 25 carries again. You yep. need Patterson and uh, McKissick getting those spell carries as well. We need to get up to at least 30 rushes or more. Control the clock. Now, I know this is a damn good defense we're going up against. It's an underrated defense. People don't talk about Carolina's defense when they talk about some of these other ones. Yeah, But this is a damn good defense. But didn't we hear – and we sat here and said this last week – you can't run on Tampa Bay. Well, we effectively ran against Tampa Bay. We yeah. got the runs we needed when we needed them. And yeah. we're going to have Sam Cosby back. And Sam yeah. Cosby is awesome. He's going to make the right side of that line even stronger with or without Brandon Sheriff over there. And that just makes our run game more dynamic because now you can go to the outside on the right. Yeah, Sam Cosby's a, a man child, boys. He used him being over there. That's that's going to be ten years right there of star play right there at right tackle. Yep, and it's going to help us. Dev, what do you think? Key to victory. Um, I have to agree with Josh. Uh, and feel both. Heineke has to uh, be a game manager first. Uh, try not to put himself in position to where he has to go out and uh, make plays, but he makes the plays that are given to him correctly. Uh, that's that's what I hope uh, we do, and I think that's the, the key. Uh, they got a, they have a really good defense. Honestly, it's probably the best defense in the league. Now, I will say this, though. It, you'd be amazed at what your defense would look like if you uh, played, you know, Jets, the Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you played you play the worst teams in the NFL, and then you played Atlanta, everyone was hurt. The last game you played, uh, everyone was hurt. I guess Arizona that you bragged about, everyone was hurt. You know, um, you know, it, your defense yeah. will look a lot different if you don't have Colin Murray or uh, Hopkins or Green out there to, to worry about, you know, right. to be real honest. That's a good uh, point, bro. They played the Jets, the Saints, the right. Texans, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Giants. They played the Cowboys and Dak didn't play. You know, like, yeah. that, that's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. so it, it just that's, that's why I was saying the parallel between them last year and us. Our defense got a lot of acclaim, but we didn't play anybody either. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like we played a bunch of backup quarterbacks last year. To be real honest, we did. We did. So, so it's just kind of the same situation 
to where we're going to a game where defense does have a lot of talent and they do have a lot of numbers where it shows that they're real good. But are they really? You know, we'll find yeah. out. Uh, I would like, I would love for us to be surprised and see Thompson get out there and Samuels. They practiced, man. So you never, they're questionable. They moved up from doubtful to questionable. So, right. We'll see. But again, keys to the game uh, minimize turnovers, play smart football. Yeah. How about you, Steve? What do you think? No, to me, to me, it's 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 Christian McCaffrey. I'm not worried about Cam. Uh, Cam's rusty. Uh, he didn't show me anything with his arm last year, so I don't think his arm's going to beat us after being out all season and coming in one game. So the only thing I worry about is Cam running. I'm not too worried about it. I, to me, it's Christian McCaffrey, and uh, Cam might have a hard time getting DJ more the ball. But so so focus on Christian McCaffrey, and I think I think we'll be fine. And that's the, that's from a defense perspective, from an offense perspective, you guys already said it time of possession, run the ball, Scott Turner, stop trying to be so pass happy. Five minutes, four minutes left in the game. You're up by four. You don't need to keep pass, 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 pass. So to me, it's, it's keep, if you're going to pass, do what you did and keep it safe and keep it moving the chains. Yep. You Jimmy know. says, uh, take advantage of defensive turnovers. Yep. Absolutely. If we get them, like Force turnovers. Week. Oh my yeah. God. Right there. That that Tampa game told you exactly how forcing turnovers has been such a missing part of this defense. Yeah. And we, you know, and and when I saw us get two picks in the first quarter off Brady, I was like, wow. Yeah. Look, look what we've been missing. That's right. And honestly, should have been three. That fuller pick was a pick. I don't care what anybody says. That was, that was it, it was pick. not a pick. I saw that replay. <laughs> you don't think so? No, no, it was an interception, but the ball hit the ground. That's the only issue. It was an interception if he makes that catch. Yeah. That'd be it well. just slightly bounced off the ground and into his It looked hand. trapped to me. It looked like he trapped it. It did look um, trapped. But remember what the call was. The call was incomplete, so there had to be enough evidence to overturn it, evidence. and it clearly wasn't so. All right, at this point, we're going to do some score predictions. So if you're out there in the uh, – audio or the the youtube world please <laughs> please go ahead and uh post your predictions in the chat now and we'll, we'll give them uh oh I'm we listening. got some comments here first marcus davis i just want the team to build to build this young team towards being ready for the third year of the rebuild uh frank's, frank's thanks for uh Thanks for joining us. Bring back Candy Golden. I've got 2K invested in him, please. What, hey, what the hey. NFL 2K series? Why did you invest two grand in Candy Gold? What did you invest two yes. grand in for please Candy Put Golden? that in the chat, Frank. Uh, Jimmy says we had turnovers in Denver, did nothing with them. Right. Last week we scored on three straight drives, even though it was field goals off turnovers, but but we we At did it. We had well, a field goal kicker. To oh, do sly, you sly dog. Yeah, that's right, Josh. Thank I'm you. Big fan, dude. At least we don't have a kicker named Blewett anymore. That's right, we don't. Oh my God. So, Josh, I'm gonna start with you, man. Give me, I so so as we know, score predictions. Uh, we have some Washington football team team gear. We try to give away. We haven't given away this year, but you predict the score right. What I have on the queue right now is a signed Bryce Love pylon from training camp last year. Uh, I will I will send out to someone who nails this score. Anybody doesn't matter who it is. So I'm logging all these scores. I'm locking them in. Josh, give me give me a score, man. Where do you, where do you think this game ends up tomorrow? Before we figure that out, just so you know, the the lines right now are Washington plus three. So we the so Carolina's favored by three, but it's a home game. So really, 
It's, it's a, a pickup. And a big shout out to my man Emmanuel Chakuba from Talking Sports with Manny podcast. Manny, what's good, bro? Thanks for joining us. Uh, hey. So, Marcus Davis is seventeen fourteen Carolina. I got you, Marcus. Josh, what you got, man? Trader. I I think Washington takes the edge in this game, twenty to seventeen. Twenty to seventeen. And I want that pylon if I'm correct. Absolutely, man. It's yours. It is yours, Josh. Straight up. Well, you uh, understand? I want that pylon too, and I've been. I uh, actually wanted in an eBay auction. He was on the team last year. I got it last year. He was on the team, and I uh, just made a couple bids, and and I got it. It was, it was a cool awesome. thing. Yeah, I wish I wish he was still on the team. I know Phil wish he was still on the team. Phil was a big Bryce Love fan, huge Bryce Love fan. I thought uh, that guy was going to be it. And, yeah. And injury said, no, I must suffer. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, Jimmy Lee Patterson says, uh, 27-23, good guy. So he's taking a lot out of out – of, out of Dev's book. All right, that's good, Jimmy. All right, Dev, what do you got? Um, uh, we're gonna go Washington wins 28-21. Good guys. 28-21. Okay. Fair enough. That's that's beating the spread. You got you got him covering. Uh Frank Sabera says uh 24-21 Washington. Okay, Frank, I got you. I got you. I'm I'm logging in now. Uh Phil, what do you got? I have been mulling this one over all week, and I am going to say 27-22 Washington. We play well in Carolina, so uh, traditionally speaking. So I I think, you know, we can win this game. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, Last time we played this team, we had – I think they had Teddy Bridgewater, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, and it was Dwayne Haskins. Yes, Last time we played this game, they had – Hold on. Last time we played this game, they had Kyle Allen. I thought Geis ate him up, right? Didn't Geis? Geis and Peterson ate him up. He took that – Geis took that screen pass for like – like 80 yards, yards scored. Well, are we yeah. talking about last time Washington went to Carolina? I I just don't remember it at all. I don't remember. We beat him last time. It was guys that went AM on him. No, no, no. At no, the no. end. If you're talking about the last time yeah, Washington played Carolina, it was at home. There was a chance to clinch to the, the division if Washington beat Carolina. But Oh, no. I was talking about in Carolina. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was last year. You're talking about. Josh, you're talking about last believe. year's game, which yeah. is in yeah. DC. And Teddy, Teddy I, beat I, us. I wasn't sure if you were talking oh, about yeah, the that. last game in general or the last game in Carolina. No, yeah. I was talking about Carolina. We seem to play well in Carolina for the most yeah. part. L1C4, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, can, can I just say it's been a while since I've heard Darius Geis's name? I just oh. can't believe. What what he did it was it was terrible. Man. Yeah, Darius Geis is my Bryce love to fill. I just loved Darius Geis. Like I love Darius Geis. Stay healthy. <laughs> and then he, he does that stupid thing either. and gets arrested. Yeah. Um, my prediction: I got twenty-seven twenty-four Washington. So all of us, I got twenty-seven twenty-four Washington. Josh has twenty seventeen Washington. Jimmy has twenty-seven twenty-three Washington. Deb twenty-eight twenty-one Washington. Frank twenty-four twenty-one Washington. Phil twenty-seven twenty-two Washington. Marcus twenty-four twenty Washington. And Marcus Davis 
the lone dissenter, 1714 Carolina. So I respect that. That's a low where's, scoring where's, game. Where's Fred to, to predict that we're going to lose 35 to 10? <laughs> uh, Marcus Davis says, You heard it from me first. Drew Locke, Matt Ryan, Jacoby Percet, all viable candidates for next year. I'm a Jacoby Percet guy. Y'all, if y'all been watching the podcast, you know I like Jacoby Percet. He is trash juice. He has not fared too well down in Miami, I will say. Who fares well in Miami? I know. I'm a, Dan like, Marino. Who does well in uh, that? was a big Dan Marino was, is one of the most town, talented quarterbacks to ever play the game, couldn't win a Super Bowl. Yep. Hey, Marcus, he keep us posted, money. man. Scouting some quarterbacks. We hear the big names. What is it? Hal, uh, Ritter, uh, Malik. You uh, see my boy Malik Cunningham last night? Seven Malik. touchdowns. Uh, who's the guy from Liberty? Um, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Cunningham, though, is who I want to talk about. Louisville, yeah. seven Frank, touchdowns. Frank says, if Washington loses, I'm burning every card of the Redskins I.O. <laughs> we should, I we, this we is should. not the game to burn your stuff. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. All now, right, if fellas. We out, if we went out and lost the Jets, then, yeah, burn everything. Yeah. Carolina's gonna be it's gonna be a, and it's not the Sam Darnold Carolina either. So this is gonna be an interesting what if, game. What if Heine, Heineken goes off like he did uh against Tampa Bay? Well, hey, you then, then you know I what? Think, I wouldn't even say he went off against Tampa Bay. He played the game that he should play against Tampa Bay. All right. Bay. What if he does that same game against uh Tampa Bay? What do you think Monday uh armchair quarterbacks are gonna say? Then we're four and six. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. We're four and six. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna go here's the thing. Four and six we're in a hunt. The yeah. armchair quarterbacks are still going to argue about it. They and are. I'm going to still say, I like it. I want to see more of it and consistently. Yeah. Frank says, Gandy Golden from Liberty. Hey, I am, I am, I'm Gandy Golden's fan president. Don't say anything. I'm still waiting for him to, to break out. But yes, I'm a big Gandy Golden fan. Uh, Marcus Davis says, no, 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 no. I'm not a fan of always going. Hey, Dev, Marcus has a Louisville fan too. So while we're on this point. Hey, I never knew that, bro. (laughs) Let's go to some shout outs. Um, Hey, hey, I'll start out. Josh, big big shout out to you, bro. Thank you for joining us tonight, man. Um, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. And um, where can everyone find you at out in the ether on uh, social media? Right there. For those listening, uh, www.kirbyonsports, that's K-I-R-B-Y onsports.com. That's where you can find literally everything. I have everything attached there. Yes. And while he is a big uh, Washington football fan, you can find – he talks about everything sports-related. So uh, go give him a follow. It's great content. Uh, Can't speak highly enough about about Josh, and and thank you, bro. Dev, you got any shout outs? Hey, I'm going to go watch Ghostbuster Afterlife after this podcast. Have fun, man. I heard, I, I, let me know how it goes, how it is. I, I, I seen the Eternals it. last week, I think. It's pretty good. Yeah. Cool, oh, man. God. It, I can't trust your opinion on anything. It's good, man. It's not horrible. It's not a lot it's, of action, but you like it. It's, it's not. Hey, but anyway, thank Frank you. Frank says, uh, Your show's excellent, guys. Thank you, Frank. We, we appreciate that. It's, 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 it's these guys. It's Devin, Phil, and, and people like Josh, man, that, that make it great. So, Phil, give us a shout-out, bro. Crown Royal. All right. Shout-out to my recently discovered neighbor, Josh, for being on the show. Yeah. I just found out that Josh and I you know, actually live in the same region of Virginia, like fairly close to each other. It's, it's, it's odd uh, because I don't know anybody out here that does this stuff besides me. Josh knocked down his girlfriend. Y'all missed the whole argument before the – it was the other way around. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I 
I don't mess with them young chicks anymore. Anyway, uh, shout out to Marcus Davis, president of my fan club. <laughs> I love Marcus, man. Shout out to Bowie, Maryland. Marcus, congrats Marcus to your congrats. Half my family lives in Bowie now. Hey, Marcus, congrats to your. Hey, man, my, my sister, my sister joined the Navy. Marcus, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, and congrats to your kid winning the uh, football championship, man. Good stuff. I've been following you, man. Good oh yeah, stuff. congratulations to you, brother. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do a product placement here. All right, y'all will help oh, me. Oh man. All right. Remember, you guys get that porn up account again. Raise energy drinks. You've probably seen their stuff online, right? They have these little on-the-go packets. This stuff gets me through every workday. Like it, it's. If you've ever been to the gym, you take a, pre-work, a good pre-workout, you have better mental focus on what you're doing. Like you kind of zero in and you have that energy lift. This stuff, same thing, not quite as potent. So you're not, not as hype, but you're lifted and you don't crash. This is how I get through my work day. This is how I make 100K a year right here. Is pre-workout always makes me all feel weird, man. Jitter, well, jitter, this doesn't jitter. do that because this doesn't give you like the, the tingling and all that, like from the beta alanine. This yeah. is kind of like you know, bang or rain or any of those drinks. They do make them in cans too, but I always use the pre this just mix it in with some water. Um, if you go to repsports.com, reps the parent company of this, use my promo code HuskyFit for 15% off any of their products. I do recommend them all, but for those who don't work out but you just need to get through the day, there you go. Raise energy on the go packets. There you go. There you I got go. a young girlfriend, so I got to, you know, I got to take that before. <laughs> Josh, you got a shout outs, man. You got anyone you want to shout out? Shout out to you all for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. it. It was really fun, and I hope we can do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Frank says, next week, do a show on the Lions. I'll sponsor it. I need a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're 0-8, oh, 0-9. Oh, 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 we play the Lions. 0-8 oh, and 1, they tied. Oh, they tied. Game. That's right, they tied. <laughs> I watched that game, game, and I was like, who's trying to win this game? Because I don't know. Yeah, I want to pick the Lions. I'm trying to find the right game to pick the Lions to cover the spread this year. Like the this week. Money line, and I, I just can't find a game. I got it right here, I'll tell you. Might be this week. Try this week. The, Li- the Lions are playing. Hold on, I got it right here. They they're must playing, be playing the Jets. They're playing the Browns, and it's minus 12 and a half. No That's way they cover that. No way they cover it. 12. No, I mean, no the Browns are struggling, man. No way they cover it. Man, I don't know. I, I would, would love to play. I don't know. I, I, I don't have confidence in these games yet, but I'm going to pick one of them. This is this year's Jets. Do this it. It's the one to do it, though. Honestly, he's right. Yeah. This will be the one to do it. Yeah. yeah How much you putting on it, Steve? No, I'm not gonna pick. I don't. I'm not comfortable with any of the with the with the. Yeah. This. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> what would the, what would a was talking about old Chad Dukes put five hundred dollars against Washington last week. What would the other of Steve do, Steve? Oh, Frank said golf is out. So yeah, definitely not not picking yeah, anyone. Man, not man. picking mine. Who's I'm not the picking backup quarterback for uh, yeah. the Lions? Oh yeah, they got it. Was undrafted. They got. I forgot they said his name. It's like a I weird can't ass. pick plus twelve on the Lions if Goff is out. was undrafted. I can't remember his name. It's the Lions. I'll tell you right now. It's right uh, shot the world though. You might want to pick on fantasy football. No, I might do on one of them little five cent Fanduel. Nope. David Blau, David David Blau or Tim Boyle is their backup. I'm picking them on Fanduel just to see, just in case. Blauer. David Blau. Did we play Blue, David Blau? Did we get? Did we get disease? We have David Blau last year. We had David Blau last year. Didn't we play the Lions and play 
one of their backups, I thought. David Blau played on Thanksgiving. No, yeah, he played on Thanksgiving. We played the Lions last year, and we got oh, I Matthew remember Stafford. that game very clearly. Yeah. Th- thanks for bringing it up, Bill. Yeah, yeah, trust me, th- no one likes to remember that hey, game. I was- Stafford, Stafford owns Washington. Matt Prater, man. Yeah. Jeez. Stafford always played well against us. I remember his rookie season. I was at that game. He uh, He took it to us pretty bad. So yeah, Stafford's great. He's, he is better than golf. I wish we would have Matthew Stafford. He's playing so oh, great right now. Yeah, he's he's getting there. He's up to ups and downs, man. But we're gonna go ahead and shut this one down. Hey, thank you to everyone who joined tonight. Uh, big thanks to Josh once again. Thank you. Go Please follow go follow him again. www.kirbyonsports.com. All social uh, medias as well. All social media. There you go. And Josh, uh, it was a pleasure, man. Collab with you soon. So. Take care, and as always, we'll see you guys Sunday, 12.30 p.m. East Coast time for the for the quick pregame live stream uh, just to get together for a few minutes, talk about any news updates, and, you know, uh, final words before the game on Sunday. So we love you guys, and, uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.